Ciao, sono Mark e oggi ho una notizia. We have some fantastic news for Italian learners. Starting February 2024, our Coffee Break Italian Masterclass is a brand new way to help you take your Italian to the next level. Aimed at intermediate Italian speakers who want to move on to an advanced level, the Masterclass covers advanced topics such as pronouns, the conditional perfect, the passive voice, subjunctive structures and much more, and it ultimately helps you sound more Italian. It's a six-month coaching course with a different module covered each month and it starts on the 1st of February. The lessons are self-access so you can work through each module and benefit from feedback and support from our wonderful masterclass tutors Francesca and Maurizio. Imagine building your fluency with the Coffee Break Italian team over the next six months. Does this sound fantastico? Search today for Coffee Break Italian Masterclass or visit coffeebreaklanguages.com Italian and join the class of February 2024. Places are limited and we're starting soon. Allora, cosa aspetti? Ci vediamo alla Masterclass. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Coffee Break Italian, Season 2, Episode 23. Ciao a tutti e benvenuti ad un nuovo episodio di Coffee Break Italian. Io sono Francesca. Io sono Eva. E io sono Mark. Siamo molto contenti di essere qua per registrare ancora un episodio con voi. Well, here we are. Here we are. I'm feeling a little bit guilty today. Mm, sì, sì. Devo dire... Una cosa ai nostri ascoltatori. Yeah, ok, you, you can go ahead and tell them. <ride> sì, perché sono un po' arrabbiata oggi e quando sono arrivata qui per la registrazione ho trovato Ayla e Mark che mangiavano una torta di mele e non ne hanno lasciato nemmeno un pezzettino per me. Scusa Francesca. Eh, scusa. <laughs> vi spiego, vi spiego. I'll, I'll explain to everyone. Ayla ha portato questa torta bellissima. Abbiamo aspettato un po', ma eri in ritardo. Ma, ma dieci minuti al massimo. <laughs> Noi avevamo tanta fame. Sì. Beh, abbiamo mangiato, scusa. Eh, scusa. Almeno era buona, sì. Sì, buonissima. Grazie, eh. Ayla. <ride> Grazie, Ayla. <ride> no, ok, I should explain here that the, all of that didn't actually happen. It's just there as a, as a starting point for this lesson because we're going to be looking at past tenses and the combination of different past tenses. And it was a good example of these combinations of past tenses. Let us therefore get started with our lesson. Va bene, allora mettiamoci al lavoro. E io vi ascolto. 
Okay, so in our introduction there, we heard Francesca saying or explaining that something happened before uh, we got started with the lesson. Uh, can you recap a little just with some simple sentences on what you said? Quando sono arrivata qui oggi per la registrazione. So when I arrived here for the recording and that arrived is a, is a thum, it's part of the, the narrative, it's a thing that happened when I arrived. Therefore, it's the perfect tense. Ho trovato Ayla e Mark che mangiavano una torta. Right, interesting thing there because Francesca says ho trovato, perfect tense, another thum. She found Ayla and Mark che mangiavano una torta. Now that's different. Mangiavano, they were eating a torta. So they were dum-di-dum-di-dum, they were eating a, a cake. E non ne hanno lasciato Nemmeno un pezzettino per me. And they haven't left even a little piece for me. Non hanno lasciato. Again, that's part of the story because it is something that happened. They didn't leave. They haven't left even a little bit for me. Ma almeno era buona questa torta. And then uh, Francesca's talking about the description there. Was it a good cake? Almeno era buona. At least was it a good cake? And in my response, I said, Ayla ha portato questa torta. Ayla brought the cake, again, part of the narrative, so another thum, another uh, perfect tense. And then I said that we waited a little. Abbiamo aspettato un po'. Again, another thum, another part of the, the, the narrative. Ma eri in ritardo. I described, Francesca, you were late. And that is a dum-di-dum-di-dum. It's, a, it's an imperfect. Mm-hmm. And we were so hungry. Description. So again, an imperfect. Abbiamo mangiato. We ate it. The perfect. So you can hear there what's happening. There are imperfects and perfects that are combined one with the other. And we have a, a story. So this story is made up of a combination of past tenses. Some are imperfect and some are perfect. And that's kind of what happens all the time. Sì. We combine the perfect and the imperfect. Okay, Francesca, let's do a little bit of a recap of these tenses. And what I'd like you to do is, because I think this will help our listeners, can you identify some particular words or phrases which will help us work out which of the tenses we will use, whether it's perfect or imperfect. Okay, va bene, Mark. Sì. Um, let's start with passato prossimo, because it's the first one we, we learned. Mm-hmm. Okay, so passato prossimo is a tense used for specific actions, actions carried out only once or within a clear period of time. And there are, as you said, some uh, time references which trigger passato prossimo, ad esempio ieri, yesterday, or uh, scorso, meaning past, ad esempio l'anno scorso, last year, eh, giovedì scorso, last Thursday, and so on. If we have a clear date, uh, il 4 dicembre, on the 4th of December, it's a very clear moment in the past, eh, a year, Nel 2015, in 2015, or a day, lunedì. Lunedì sono andata al mercato. On Monday, I went to the market. Or if we have the word fa, meaning ago, tre giorni fa, 
three days ago. Okay, that all makes sense. Now, just to point out that these time phrases and these days and so on do refer to the passato prossimo, the perfect tense, when it's a particular part of the narrative. It's the story, it's the events of the story, the thums. So, yes, uh, lunedì, sono andato al mercato, I went to the market. That's a thum, it's a, a part of your narrative. However... They could also refer, if you're talking about descriptions, perhaps the weather. It was nice weather on Monday. Faceva bel tempo sí. lunedì. So we need to think a little bit about what actually was happening on those particular days. Are we talking about a thum or a dum-de-dum-de-dum? Is it a single completed action part of the story or are you describing something? So let's now talk about the imperfect and when that would be used and again, Francesca, if there are any particular words or phrases that may conjure, sort of conjure up in our minds an imperfect idea, then that would be helpful. See, sí, as we saw in uh, previous episodes, very often we have uh, phrases like uh, da bambino, as a child, uh, da giovane, when I was younger, uh, sempre, always, ogni anno, or every time we have a time expression with ogni, each or every, ogni anno, every year, ogni estate, every summer, eh, di solito, usually. And we also mentioned mentre, which triggers the imperfetto, while. Mentre facevo una torta è arrivato il tuo messaggio. Okay, so these are the ongoing repeated actions and these are the words that can potentially trigger those uh, ongoing actions, the dum-de-dum-de-dums as we've talked about. Now, when we're talking about the past, very often we find both tenses because one tense will refer to what was the ongoing thing and then the other tense will refer to the the, the narrative, the event that happened as part of the, the story. So, for example, uh, Bruno was sleeping when Ali- Elisa arrived. Sì, Bruno dormiva quando Elisa è arrivata. So it's clear here that Bruno was sleeping. That's the action that's ongoing. It was in process. That's the dum de dum de dum There's no clear beginning. There's no clear end. And that's why we need Bruno dormiva, the imperfect tense. But Elisa arrived... That is a single action. She happened to arrive at one particular moment and that interrupted Bruno's sleep. So the dum-de-dum-de-dum of Bruno sleeping was interrupted by the thum of Elisa arriving. Let's see another example. Sì, un altro esempio. Mentre andavo al lavoro, ho incontrato Giovanni. So there, mentre, is a little bit like quando. It means while. And that introduces an action that was in process when something else happened. So then again, you've got your dum-de-dum-de-dum. Mentre andavo al lavoro, while I was going to work, during the time that I was going to work, ho incontrato Giovanni, ho incontrato, perfect tense, the thum, I met Giovanni. Yes, basically, ho incontrato describes an event which momentarily interrupts the action of going to work. But... Once I've said ciao to Giovanni and the action is over, the action of going to work 
continuous. Exactly. Does it make sense? It makes perfect <laughs> sense, yeah. Actually, you were saying, we were talking about dum-de-dums and thums earlier, and you were telling us how you talk to your students about this. And this might work for some of our listeners better than the dum-de-dum-de-dums and the, and the thums. <laughs> well, I'm a bit boring as compared <laughs> to you, Mark. But Not basically, I always tell my students to imagine the imperfetto as a um, horizontal line, while passato prossimo is a vertical line, which interrupts in a way uh, the ongoing action. Okay, so the intersection of the two lines yes. is where the, the action interrupts the, the other uh-huh. one. Excellent. Okay, so that may help some of our, our listeners. See, if, for example, to give one more example, I could say, Cosa facevate tu e Ayla quando sono entrata nello studio? You're just bringing this back up again, aren't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> Mangiavamo una torta di mele. Bravissima. So, quando sono entrata... Ayla and Mark mangiavano una torta di mele. So there the, the horizontal line is the mangiavamo una torta di mele. And the, the vertical line is when we were caught red-handed eating the cake by Francesca who arrived. The thum, the vertical line interrupting the mangiavamo quando Francesca è arrivata o è entrata nello studio when she arrived in the studio. Okay. Any more examples, Francesca? Uh, sì, I could ask you more questions, Mark. Okay. Okay. Ad esempio, Mark, cosa facevi ieri quando ti ho incontrato in centro? Okay. Ieri aiutavo mia madre a fare la spesa. Oh, che bravo. <laughs> e cosa facevi ieri quando ti ho telefonato? Uh, guardavo un film con la mia famiglia. Bravissimo. E perché non hai risposto al mio messaggio? Perché ero dal dentista e avevo molto male ai denti. Oh no, davvero? Okay. No, no, no. Ah, ok. <laughs> so, perché non hai risposto? When, why didn't you reply to my message? Because, and I'm answering with two imperfects here, perché ero dal dentista, I was at the dentist, e avevo molto male ai denti, and my teeth were very sore. Literally, I had very, very badness at my teeth and yeah. very bad italglese. Okay, we're going to practice more of this with Ayla, but just as a general rule, we can say that the imperfetto answers the question, what was happening, or what was someone doing, uh, what was it, or someone like, what used to happen? Sì, while passato prossimo, on the other hand, answers the question, what happened? What did someone do? Okay, so those are the, the, the narrative parts of the story, the thums, the vertical lines versus the imperfect, which are the, the dum-de-dum-de-dums, the rollers, the horizontal lines, the ongoing actions, descriptions, and so on. And hopefully this all makes perfect sense. Okay, we'll be back in just a moment to practice this further with Ayla. Interrompiamo questa trasmissione per una comunicazione importante. If you'd like to make faster progress with your Italian, don't forget that you can use the premium version of this course, which features video versions of the lessons, comprehensive lesson notes and bonus listening materials. Allora, cosa aspetti? What are you waiting for? If you'd like to take your Italian to the next level, go to coffeebreakitalianplus.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, 
there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, welcome back. We are going to be practicing a little more on the difference between the passato prossimo and the imperfetto. Ayla, how do you feel uh, having explained all these vertical lines and horizontal lines and dum-de-dum-de-dums and, and thums? Feeling okay? Yeah, it's definitely making it much easier. And I think with my other languages, it follows a sort of similar pattern. Okay, let's put this to the test then. We're going to put you on the spot again, Francesca. Okay, okay I have two sentences, both with verb andare. But one is in passato prossimo and the other one is in imperfetto. And I want you to tell me why I'm using one or the other. Okay. okay? Allora, the first one is L'anno scorso siamo andati in vacanza in Calabria e ci siamo divertiti molto. And the second one is L'anno scorso mentre andavamo in vacanza in Calabria Abbiamo avuto un piccolo incidente. Okay, let's listen to the first sentence again and just make sure that everyone understands this. So, first sentence again, please. L'anno scorso siamo andati in vacanza in Calabria e ci siamo divertiti molto. Ayla, can you explain that one? It's saying last year we went on holiday to Calabria Mm -hmm. and... We really enjoyed ourselves. Good. Okay. So which tenses are we using there? I think we're using the passato prossimo. Yep. Perfect tense in both cases. Yeah. Siamo andati and ci siamo divertiti. Okay. Now the second sentence. Let's have a listen. L'anno scorso, mentre andavamo in vacanza in Calabria, abbiamo avuto un piccolo incidente. Can you explain that one, Ayla? Last year, while we were on holiday in Calabria, we had a little accident. Almost perfect. Just think about mentre andavamo while we were from andare to go. Mm. While we were going. We were going on holiday. So it's actually during the process of going on holiday. 
Okay. Abbiamo avuto un piccolo incidente, sorry. Um, we had a little accident. So that's a, a while we were doing something so imperfect and then something else happened. Thum, you had the little accident. Okay? okay. Good. Right, Francesca, you've prepared some sentences here and in each case there is a choice to make. Okay. Isla's going to choose the correct verb. Okay. So let's hear the, the sentences and uh, then uh, you can explain what's going on here. Okay, so I'll give you a sentence, Ayla, and I'll give you both the passato prossimo and the imperfetto and you have to choose which one is the most okay. Uh, appropriate. Okay? Allora, numero uno. Mentre cucinavo, ascoltavo, ho ascoltato un podcast di Coffee Break. Let's hear that one again and listening to both options. There's only one that's going to really be correct here. Listen again. Mentre cucinavo, ascoltavo, ho ascoltato un podcast di Coffee Break. Ayla. I'm going to go for the first option, ascoltavo. Sì, brava. So, while I was cooking, ascoltavo, I was listening to a podcast of Coffee Break. Bravissima. Ok. Numero due. Quando ero bambino, andavo, sono andato, sempre in Abruzzo. Let's say that one more time. Quando ero bambino, andavo, sono andato, sempre in Abruzzo. Ok. Ayla, can you work out what's going on here? So I think we're saying when I was younger... We always, or I always went to Abruzzo. Yeah, so I always went to Abruzzo, or I used to go to Abruzzo, or the sunset on the beach. <laughs> I, I would, would go. go. Yeah, when I was young, I would go, always go to Abruzzo. So that means it's the first option, andavo. Andavo. Sì, brava. Then that would be the imperfect. Imperfect. Good. Yes. Okay, let's move on. Numero Number three. Tre, sì. Luisa ha aperto la porta. E trovava, ha trovato una sorpresa. Di nuovo, Luisa ha aperto la porta e trovava, ha trovato una sorpresa. Ok, Ayla, see what you can work out there. I'm going to go for the second option, ha trovato. Why would that be? Because Louisa opened the door and found a surprise, so that's a thum. Exactly. <laughs> Louisa ha aperto la porta e ha trovato una sorpresa. Okay, let's do one more. Okay, one more. Okay, numero quattro. And you have two gaps here to fill. Allora, nel 1950, Sofia Loren partecipava ha partecipato al concorso di Miss Italia perché era, è stata, molto bella. Okay, this is quite tricky, this one. Ne, let's read it, I was going to read it again, but I'll let Francesca read it again. <laughs> Nel 1950, Sofia Loren partecipava, ha partecipato al concorso di Miss Italia perché era, è stata, molto bella. 
Okay, so do you know who Sofia Loren is? No, I don't. Uh, a, a famous actress and a beauty queen, and si. did she sing as well? Eh, non sono sicura. Okay. Anyway, in 1950, Sofia Loren, what did she do? Did she was she participating or did she participate? She participated. Yeah. So, ha <laughs> partecipato mm-hmm. al concorso di Miss Italia because. Era o è stata molto bella? I'm going to go for era. Because it's a description. Uh-huh. Benissimo. Sì, è ancora molto bella adesso. Esatto. <laughs> ok. It's time uh, to have a little listen to our Café Culturale now because we're going to be seeing more examples of the passato prossimo and imperfetto in the Café Culturale and indeed in our bonus episode. Salve a tutti e benvenuti ad un nuovo caffè culturale. Nell'episodio 18 abbiamo parlato un po' di Antonio Meucci e della sua invenzione, il telefono. Oggi continuiamo con le biografie di personaggi famosi, ma we would like you to guess who these famous people are. Now, we are not actually going to tell you who they are in this episode. So, based on what you hear, you may want to do a bit of research and then we will reveal their identities in the next uh, episode. That sounds perfect. Okay, let's begin. Sì, siete pronti? Okay, allora, il primo personaggio è una donna molto interessante. Lei è nata a Milano nel 1977, ma ha studiato e lavorato in diversi paesi del mondo. Parla molte lingue e nel 2014 è stata la prima donna italiana ad andare nello spazio. Chi è? Well, we'll find out next time. Oh! <laughs> Interesting, ok. Let's have number two then, Francesca. Ok. Quest'uomo, grande scrittore ed intellettuale, è conosciuto in tutto il mondo perché ha inventato il commissario Montalbano. Adesso vive a Roma, ma è nato in Sicilia e ha scritto molti libri ambientati in questa bella terra. Chi è? Interesting, molto interessante. Sì. Ok, facciamo numero tre. Ok. Questo ragazzo è nato a Roma. Da bambino andava pazzo per il calcio e passava giornate intere a giocare con il suo migliore amico, il pallone. Con il tempo è diventato un calciatore di fama internazionale e il capitano della sua squadra del cuore, la Roma. Ha inventato il cucchiaio, the spoon kick. I'm glad you explained that one. <laughs> Un modo particolare eh, con cui segnare le punizioni. I, th- I think we need to... We'll explain that bit afterwards, but continue on. Ok. È sposato con una famosa showgirl, Ilari Blasi, e insieme hanno avuto tre bambini. Chi è? Ok. Now, that, there were some technical bits of vocabulary in there, Francesca. You said that you, you talked about il cucchiaio. We know what sì. il cucchiaio is. It's, a, it's the spoon. Spoon kick But in a spoon, inglese. A spoon kick in, in terms of football. Football, yeah. sì. And uh, then you also mentioned uh, segnare le punizioni. 
see, to kick a penalty. I'm not very much into football, I must <laughs> to, say. To, to kick a penalty or to take a penalty, do you automatically, does it mean to, to actually score the penalty? Uh, ideally, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can see we're obviously very into football I'm here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <Tumale>. <laughs> not my <Tumale>. cup of tea. <laughs> okay, so we, we know that we're talking about un calciatore and not un cacciatore. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> So we hopefully our listeners will be able to work out who number three is. Let's do one more. Okay. Okay. And this is more your style, Mark. Okay. Curious now. <laughs> Pay attention. Okay. Allora, eh, anche questo personaggio è nato a Roma e anche lui ama il calcio. Però eh, lui ha deciso di fare un lavoro diverso ed è diventato famoso in Italia e in diversi paesi del mondo per la sua musica e per la voce nasale molto particolare. I suoi genitori hanno scelto per lui il nome del dio greco dell'amore e l'amore è di certo uno dei temi centrali delle sue canzoni. Si è esibito con molti cantanti famosi, ma forse il duetto che tutti ricordiamo è quello con Tina Turner. Ah, e Mark qualche volta ha cantato le sue canzoni all'interno del podcast. Chi è? Allora, questa, questa volta so chi è ah, questa immagino. persona. <laughs> But we will not mention anything zitto, for our zitto. listeners. <laughs> okay, well, there are four mystery persons there, mystery people that you've got to identify. And I have to say, the vocabulary in there was quite tricky, some really complex vocabulary. But of course, the full transcript is provided in our listening notes, which you can access uh, in our premium version of the course. Now, there are two more uh, mystery people that we'll be adding to the bonus materials, but more about that in just a moment. Okay, that's it for another episode of Coffee Break Italian. Now, there will be more practice of the imperfect versus the perfect in our bonus materials, and that's our bonus audio listening episode and our uh, video episode and the lesson notes. And all of that can be found at coffeebreakitalianplus.com. And don't forget, you can find us on Facebook. That's at facebook.com slash coffeebreakitalian. And if you are on Twitter, we are at Learn Italian. If you would like to find out what happens behind the scenes here at Coffee Break Languages, search for Coffee Break Languages on Instagram. That's it for this episode. We'll be back again soon with more. For now, grazie molte e alla prossima! Ciao ciao. Arrivederci. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2017 Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017 Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.